You're listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from Ragbri. So this is the podcast where we talk about bicycles for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from bicycling across the nation. We're going to be joined each week by guests that talk about the social side of, of cycling. So come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Leave with a smile. Well, we just passed America's birthday. Oh, 242 <laughs> years of, of great American uh, traditions that a lot of people sum up as a, a weenie roast or, or something like that. But obviously, that date is pretty important on, on this calendar because we, we became an independent nation 242 years ago. You bet. Did you get out and ride, ride your bike at all on uh, July 4th? Yes, I did. And I uh, I had some new patriotic wheels. I had a nice gift from our friends over at Head Wheels. And um, they had been experimenting with some cool like graphics and all that. And they sent me uh, basically a wheel set that had the Eagle logo on it from this year's Ragbri. So oh. I felt it was my patriotic duty to go out and ride those eagle wheels on on you know the fourth of july Uh, unfortunately the weather didn't cooperate and i basically had to turn around about eight miles into the day and 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 beat a rainstorm thunderstorm all the way back to my house so uh Uh, it wasn't a very long one but my wife and i got out and and rode a little bit so try to work off the hot dogs and brats and all that that we we put down right before going for a ride how about you well, Jennifer and I went out and uh, did a little heat experiment. It probably wasn't our finest thought-out ride ever. Um, we did the Bicyclists of Iowa City Club ride. Oh. Um, they have a big one. On, on the 4th of July, they go to um, the Amana Colonies and have breakfast. It's usually a lot of fun. They get about 50 or 60 riders out there, and that's that's pretty cool. cool. This year, they added a gravel option. Mm. And so there was oh, eight or so of us out there, and, and uh, most of them on really like cool gravel rigs. Um, Jennifer and I bought brought our fat bikes, uh, so we had the four-inch uh, tires. Nice. And it was uh, 73 degrees when we started. It was uh, 80 degrees when we hit, uh, hit the restaurant for breakfast. It was 93 degrees when we left the <laughs> restaurant and uh, 97 when we finished. Um, and we just we just each grabbed uh, one water bottle apiece thinking, you know, we're just going 15 miles to a mana. Yeah. Holy cow. We, we did well getting out there, but getting back, uh, it was a struggle. Wow. So, uh, Not good. Yeah, the last... Yeah, the last two or three miles, we um, we ducked into shade quite a bit. Um, if there was a spot every couple miles to stop, we would, which is, you know, the smart thing to do. If you get overheated, cool down. Yeah. And uh, we ran out of water about the last three or four miles in, um, and that was just a huge tactical error. <laughs> Finally got to North Liberty, got to a come and go, and, and downed uh, a Mountain Dew slushy. Mm. Hey, that's that's a good recovery Not trick. Bad. I was I was pretty impressed with those. Um, so lesson yeah, lesson I, learned: don't mess with Mother le- Nature. Pretty much lesson. Well, lesson learned is is hydration. You mm. got to think that stuff out. Um, I know when we're on Ragbri or or other rides. You know, those things we think out a little bit more on gravel. You don't have as many stops. You gotta gotta think sure. ahead, which was our problem. We didn't we didn't think ahead. 
Um, Jennifer swore to me that she is not going to do another gravel ride unless she has a gravel specific rig. So, okay. You're up. Uh, you know, you're up. It's, it's, she's, she's laid down the law. We got to get a new mm. bike for her. Just what you need. New bike, right? Or new bike or yeah. two. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, I haven't, I haven't caught that bug yet, but, uh, I'm sure I'll get there at one point. Yeah. But, um, yeah. um, you know, talking about the, the weather, I I don't know how crazy it was in your area, but we experienced, you know, the 10 inches of rain that we just got in Ankeny the other day. And uh, mm-hmm. just, I mean, we're very fortunate. We've had our flooding issues in the past, but this one we escaped with just, you know, some, some cuts and bruises. And uh, I know some of our staff is dealing with water in their basements and, you know, just, just not real good timing right before you know, as we're a little bit busy with, with RAGBRAI, but I, I know a whole uh-huh. host of people obviously are hurting right now in our state. Um, there's actually a fatality, Larry Collar, um, who been on his talk show several times over, over the years, um, you know, passed away in the storm. You know, our, our thoughts and prayers are with Larry's family. I think, um, you know, Larry was just a well-loved man uh, in the media and just just an all-around good guy and mm-hmm. love love the state of Iowa but you know you always hear that flash flood warning or you know hey it's not going to affect me or I can I can drive through this or I can bike through this but boy when you hear those warnings you you really need to pay attention they're 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 warnings for a reason they're not just hey let's put a warning out flash flood um, there, mm-hmm. it can be bad. And this is what happened this weekend when, when all those factors kind of came together. And if a road is, you know, underwater in a, in a, in a heartbeat, you know, that, that can change into a raging river. So, so you really got to be careful out there. And I think we saw it firsthand, you know, all the, the damage that, you know, s- some serious rains and, and, and weather can, can do to a community. And, um, I don't think we've heard the end of it for this year. We're right now evaluating with towns and, and counties about, you know, are all the roads safe to ride on during RAGBRAI? Um, you know, we're going to make a decision probably in the near future based on safety. And if it mm-hmm. if it changes a road or two, so be it. But, um, you know, nothing is more important um, for us than, than safety. I, I know that's important with all you're thinking and all the work the Iowa Bike Coalition is doing, but just just realize there's a lot of people hurting out there, uh, even though the rains have, have kind of gone down and all that, but there's still lots of cleanup and lots of lots of pain uh, throughout our state with this last wallop of, of weather. Yeah, it's um, something everybody's got to look out for. I know... You know, it's a, it's not unusual for people to take an innocent dip in a creek on Ragbri, and and that's been seen before. But you got to be careful. Um, that's not something you want to you want to risk out no. there. No, not at all. So, so I'm sure more to come. Um, and, I, and I've been reading some headlines too. I know, I know, you've obviously been keeping up on you know the different things that have been happening across our state. Uh, in the in the recent times, and um, just your thoughts, Mark, on on some of the things that have been happening across our state. Yeah, you know, you're probably referring to some of the fatal bike crashes that we've had over the past sure. couple of weeks. It's been a little bit of a dangerous time. Um, we had uh, a, what looks to be a young couple um, that was out bicycling with their four year old. 
uh, got hit uh, in northern Iowa, and we've got uh, uh, another person that was hit and killed. Um, and uh, it, this just happening too much. I think I think we know that. Um, but I also say this, and I say this every time: you got to allow time for a fair and full investigation. Get get the sure. get the cops out there to do their traffic investigations. Um, there's also another headline that has come up over in Davenport, um, where an elderly woman was struck by two bicyclists and, and killed. Uh, it's easy to jump to conclusions, uh, especially in that one that, you know, the bicycles are going too fast or blah, blah, blah. Um, and you know, f- subsequent reports have added details like maybe the bicyclist clipped pedals or handlebars and then crashed into her. Uh, so I, I'm anxiously waiting, sure. um, investigations on all these crashes even with the bicyclists if there is something criminal if somebody broke a law then appropriate charges need to be applied yeah, people people don't get forgiven for for crashes you know because we like them um if you broke the law then you got to pay the consequence and that's that's the way those things work uh, so that's one of those things that we're working on we still have a lot of things that we got to work on and uh, one of those things I'm happy to announce, we haven't even put a press release out on, on this yet, um, but the Iowa Bicycle Coalition has split now into a separate or, or two separate organizations. The Iowa Bicycle Coalition remains the same that they do uh, as they have before, uh, but now we have an affiliate organization that's a 501c4 um, called the Iowa Bicycling Action Fund. And that's where our uh, lobbying and, and a lot of our political efforts are going to happen now. Um, so uh, stay tuned for mm-hmm. more information on that organization. Um, I'll uh, And we're going to have the same staff, the same office, the same everything. It's not going to really change. Some of our accounting procedures and insurance changes, uh, of course. But uh, for the most part, uh, that's going to be our, our lobbying arm of of the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. Gotcha. So that's Iowa Bicycling Action Fund. Um, I'll, I'll, we haven't uh, had our first official board meeting. I'll, I'll probably be named CEO of that organization, and then I'll remain executive director for the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. Uh, so that gives us some, some uh, a little more strength, more tools in the toolbox, so okay. to speak. Nope. Sounds good. Hey, uh, did you see our friend Nelly has a, has a jersey he's raising money for the Dream Team with. I did see that. I did see that. Our good friend Nelson Bales, if you're not familiar with the term Nelly. And, um, yeah, he's a uh, silver medalist back from the Olympic Games in track cycling. And um, I think his story is kind of similar. You know, some of the Dream Team have not had the greatest upbringing. And, um, you know, if you know the story of Nelson Bales, he came from, you know, some – poor neighborhoods in Harlem and he was able to rise above and and able to become obviously an accomplished cyclist and you know uh, you know beyond that cycling career business person as well so so it's kind of neat to see Nelly you know working with the dream team and uh, hats off to to Nelly and and the people at Primal for helping make that happen and uh, hopefully they'll raise some good funds for the dream team yeah I think that's going to be cool it's a sharp jersey and and uh you know, it really goes well with the Reg Bryce shorts, and, yeah. and I think that'll be kind of fun out there. And you're right; it's a, his story really matches. I mean, he is he's the original dream teamer. If if it was around back then, of picking up somebody in Harlem and and saying, "Here's a bike, let's let's try biking," and and it yeah. worked. Very yeah, cool. So, well, we got I guess Reg Bryce coming up in 
pretty pretty darn quick. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. It's like I'm like looking at the calendar. There's not too many more weeks to flip over and you know, next week I'm on the road my final meeting with the towns and uh, I think they're all ready um you know, nervous, excited, all these emotions going through them right now. You know, do keep in mind every one of these people, they're volunteers. They're doing everything mm-hmm. in their power to make your vacation awesome. So understand yeah. that. If there's something that doesn't go exactly right, you know, don't have a cow. I mean, if you're waiting an extra half hour to park a car or something like that, relax, okay? Have a good time on the ride. You know, understand that things aren't going to go exactly as planned. But keep in mind, too, that these are volunteers that have been working for six months for your enjoyment. So so give them a break. They're doing everything in their can they can possibly do. They're, they're, they want the entire event to go off without a snap. But if it doesn't, that's okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's uh, get on with our show yeah. this week and talk about more. Yeah. Uh, more I, I think Murph has got an interview with Davenport. I think Jessica uh, got on and talked to talk to Murph a little bit. So that's our ending down this year. We got a few more towns that'll be coming up next week uh, to do a little preview. So let's get to the show with AKA Murph. Well, hey, Just Go Bike podcast listeners, a.k.a. Murph here with another episode of Just Go Bike. Um, today, I am with Jessica Waitenek from the Quad City CVB. Hey, Jessica. Hello. Well, we thought it'd be a good opportunity today to talk to Jessica about Davenport. I'm sure everyone knows that Ragbri 2018 will be ending um, in Davenport on Saturday. Um, we'll be going through Bluegrass. Actually, we start in Iowa City about 69 miles. Uh, the last town before Davenport is Bluegrass. And uh, riders know once you hit Davenport, you hit the river and your ride is complete. Um, although most people have to get in a car and drive at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jessica is the public relations and marketing manager. And um, we want to find out a little bit about what's going to be happening in Davenport when riders uh, get into town. So I uh, really appreciate you being on the podcast today. Yeah, really excited to be on with you today to talk about Davenport and Ragbri and what we all have planned for the riders when they come into town on Saturday, July 28th. So Excellent. we've got a lot planned after they get to the dip site and get to the Mississippi River, but the party doesn't end right there. So they can uh, come over into farther into the downtown to uh, go to the farmer's market, which is going to be expanded that day with extra hours and more vendors from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. We also have the new Ragbri Village, which is um, in LeClaire Park, and that's where people can find um, a lot of the Ragbri-specific vendors, as well as live music from 10 to 10 to 5 that day. And um, we have new amusement rides that have been built since the last time Ragbri was in Davenport in 2015. So the Ferris wheel overlooking the Mississippi River and some other great fun amusement rides that'll really give people a good view of the Mississippi River. Nice. And you mentioned a farmer's market. It's like one of the first things that I want to eat after completing Ragbri is fresh vegetables and like a good old salad. So that'll be a really nice treat to have the farmer's market there. And you said going on until four? 
Yes, and they will have all kinds of food. So if you still want to, you know, not eat healthy, they'll have that too. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great. Well, uh, describe your job at the CVB and what role you're playing for RAGBRAI. Sure. Well, on a day-to-day basis, I work on promoting and publicizing what's going on in the Quad Cities area. Um, we welcome over 1 million visitors a year, which hopefully that gets an extra boost this year with RAGBRAI coming. And we, um, so I work with uh, travel writers and media and uh, also work with our members of the Quad Cities Convention and Visitors Bureau. So uh, for RAGBRAI, I have been doing a lot of different roles. Um, our office has been handling the long-term parking passes. So those are going out the door right now <laughs> as we speak nice. um, to all of our people who have registered for long-term parking. I've also been working on the signage plan and marketing, so kind of a little catch-all of some of the stuff for RAGBRAI, but we're uh, getting ready less than a month away. So Excellent. And it's hard to comprehend as a rider, at least for me, um, to know how many volunteers go into creating all the things that we see when we're on our bicycles. So can you tell us a little bit about the different committees, what they've been up to getting ready for us to come? Sure. There are, you're right. There are a lot of logistics that come into play when you're welcoming 20,000 people into your community. Luckily, we have uh, the Big 7 that same day, and so we have a ready-made party in addition to the Farmer's Market in Ragbri Village with the Davenport Street Fest. So that is uh, three three blocks of vendors and food and just like great festival festival fair um, that people can enjoy as well as the other two places in downtown Davenport. Um, so that's nice that that's kind of already in place. So uh, we uh, work with them closely to let them know what we're planning for mm-hmm. Ragbri and they're planning for extra guests as well. So that's one of the committees. And then of course, since we are the ending town, we get the added benefit of having some of the people come the weekend before to park their cars. So mm-hmm. long-term parking and the logistics of that at St. Ambrose University is another really big committee. And then, of course, uh, the welcoming committee on the day of for the 28th. So those are kind of the main big sections as well as, of course, uh, law enforcement and medic and uh, fire department and uh, our wonderful uh, service people who are helping us out because there's no way RAGBRAI would <laughs> exist in any of the towns across the state without their help. Sure, definitely. And um, you mentioned um, Bix. You you guys have been hosting that for many, many years. So you're used to and understand uh, what it's like to host an event with lots and lots of people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the Bix 7 is a seven-mile road race that uh, starts and goes up Brady Street Hill, which is a very big hill that the RAGBRAI riders don't have to worry about. (laughs) So they take a course uh, running uh, to the east into Davenport, so none of that uh, road traffic will be getting in the way of RAGBRAI riders, but it is an added extra bonus that there's a lot of people in town for that seven-mile race, and about 20,000 runners take part in in those races as well. Wow, we are going to be taking over, aren't we? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like from Bluegrass into Davenport is a 10.2-mile uh, bike ride. Uh, what kind of welcome will be waiting for riders when they come into town? Sure. Well, we're, uh, like I said, really excited to have them. We're encouraging any of the residents along the route to be out and welcoming. There will be some good signage to get the riders along the route and uh, kind of really get them anticipating what they're going to see once they get to the Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. 
And how would you describe the terrain getting to the river uh, via bike? Sure. It's actually pretty flat once you nice. uh, come down that. Uh, yeah, not too not too hilly between Iowa City and here. So um, once you come down that last big hill, um, uh, kind of around Westlake Park, it is definitely all downhill and, and flat. So um, it is our dip site is the same dip site as it was in 2011, if any of our Ragbury riders did it in 2011 at Marquette Street. So riders will be coming in along River Drive um, and turn right into Marquette and uh, meet the Mississippi River. Excellent. Nothing better than dipping your tire at the end of a long week. Yes. <laughs> Big completion right there. Yeah. And I uh, I did do 2011, but I don't remember exactly the dip location, but you said it was on Marquette? Yes. Mm-hmm. So have- riders will be coming in from the west and get on River Drive, and then uh, Marquette Street is a is a uh You'll be following the river, but you'll have to make the turn onto Marquette to actually get down to the river to the boat dock. So then uh, from there, you'll be able to take uh, a short, like not even half a mile and reach reach all the fun places with the Farmer's Market and Modern Women Park, the stadium, and uh, Ragbury Village and Street Fest. So from there, um, we have shuttles, too, that will take you to um, from the downtown up to any of the support vehicle parking lots or St. Ambrose University. So if you are very tired of riding your bike, we will have (laughs) shuttles ready to take you. Well, I would say um, there's been a lot of questions that have been coming into Ragbri specifically about where the tire dip location is, but we've now covered that. Uh, The other two questions is, where will baggage pickup be, and what about long-term parking? Sure. So the baggage pickup is going to be in LeClaire Park. So that is uh, right behind the shuttle hub at Union Station. So those are right next to each other. Um, that's where the sag wagon drop-off will be, as well as the rag ride trailers and the baggage pickup. So that's all going to be downtown. Um, right next to the shuttle hub, so you'll be able to pick up your bags. And if you're meeting someone um, at North Park or the Expo Center in the short-term support vehicle parking lots, you can grab a shuttle to head there. You can uh, stay a while downtown and, and relax a while before you pick up your stuff. And then we also have shuttle buses going to um, St. Ambrose University, where if you parked your car there, at the beginning of the week, that's where you need to go at the end of the week to get your car picked up. Excellent. Okay. Um, well, besides Ragbri and the Bix Run, um, what are some other fun things to do while in the Davenport area? I mean, you said, you know, you've got all the farmer's market, you've got the amusement park. Um, what are some things that maybe you haven't mentioned yet? Sure. Well, we've got a lot of stuff downtown that's really easy to get to, such as the Figgy Art Museum. And our uh, local Ragbri Art Contest participants are going to be on display that weekend in the lobby. Then we also have the River Music Experience, um, which is a great live music venue, as well as um, the Bix Spiderbeck Museum. He was a local jazz great from the 1920s. So uh, just last year, a museum opened up in his honor. So there's a lot of uh, memorabilia and jazz history. Um, If you want to take in a little bit more of the river, you can uh, ride the Channel Cat Water Taxi, which is a hop-on, hop-off water taxi that goes to four different spots around the Quad Cities, and there's room to take bikes aboard on that, too. So it's an open-air pontoon boat. 
And then if you want to go a little fancier, you can ride the Celebration Bell River boat and get a true river boat experience. Excellent. And I'm assuming there are quite a few people that in their rag bride dip their tire and they probably stay overnight in Davenport. They do. We have three hotels directly downtown, which is in within walkable, easy bikeable uh, distance from the uh, rag from the dip site. So, and then we also have another one easily available at the across the bridge into downtown Daven, uh, excuse me downtown Rock Island. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's over, you know over 30 other hotels, so people can definitely find one of their favorites. Great. Well, I'm excited. It sounds like you've got a lot of stuff uh, waiting for the riders. We do. Good. Well, when you look at Ragbri, uh, hopefully at the you know by the time Saturday hits, everyone's had their fill of pie all week long because Ragbri is known for pie. Uh, if I were to ask you what your favorite pie is, what would you say? Oh, fresh peach with a hint of cinnamon. That's my Ooh, favorite. Ooh, yum. Now with ice cream or without? Um, doesn't have to be <laughs> as long as the pie is warm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I haven't had lunch yet. That sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jessica, I so much appreciate you coming on the podcast and letting listeners know a little bit about how their ragbri is going to end. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Good. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, if you have an idea for a Just Go Bike podcast, you can email us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. And listeners, I'll leave you with this quote from the Unwritten Book of Morphology. This quote comes directly from Murphy's Law. The only things that start on time are those you are late for. Think about it. All right, we've come to the end of another edition of the Just Go Bike Podcast. I think it's like number 75. Wow, 75 editions of the wow. Just Go Bike Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in each and every week. And, uh, you know, we couldn't do 75 of these without some amazing sponsors. So who's this show brought to you by, Mark? You know, Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Uh, Bikes to You, one of the best bike shops in Ragbri Charter in Grinnell, Iowa. And then finally, Primal Wear. If you're looking for custom bike jerseys, shorts, accessories, it may be a little close to Ragbri to get your custom order in, but it's your go-to place for next year's custom order. So yeah. check out primalwear.com and find out more. I'm, I'm guessing it's a little late to get this year's uh, jersey done, but... I don't know. They can work some miracles over there, but I'm not asking for, for that kind of miracle. So, you know, they're going to be at the Ragbri Expo. I know um, you're going to see all those all those folks involved. Prime will be at the Ragbri Expo and each and every day. Stop by and, and just, just say hi. If you like the, the product that you're wearing, stop by and say hi. You're going to be obviously in Iowa City on Friday. Um, and then you're going to see Coop, April, and the gang out there with Bikes to You if you're on their charter or, or stop by to get your bike fixed. Uh, they're some of the best mechanics you'll you'll come across uh, the entire week of Ragbri. So thanks to all our sponsors for for making this show possible. We've been doing it, like I said, seventy five episodes at this point. Um, we're gonna try to cram a few in because I know we're not gonna put one out the week of Ragbri. That's probably not gonna happen. So <laughs> so maybe we'll maybe we'll give you two next week. Who knows? Um, but you know what. We'll be back giving you lots of good information about, you know, just the fun side of cycling uh, down the way. So uh, anything else you you want to close with, Mark? 
No, no. If I, you know, as as long as we're talking at Ragbury Expo, stop by the Iowa Bicycle Coalition tent and say hi. You won't be able to find TJ if you do. It's <laughs> kind of like a Where's Waldo on on at the Ragbury Expo. But you know, we got our famous top tube stickers. You can grab one of those and keep track of where you're at for the ride. Um, yeah, it should be uh, should be ready to go. Well, I, I I'll close with a little shout out to uh, a friend that has just got an, a nice position at the Des Moines Register, Courtney Crowder, who, if you don't know, is the new Iowa columnist. Took over for our good friend Kyle Munson, who the the line of Iowa columnists go back to our friend Chuck Offenberger and other great ones like that. And basically, you know, Courtney's going to be out there on Ragbrush. She's going to be riding a day, um, covering the state of Iowa, kind of like what we do, go to all these counties and find all those fun things. So just, just want to say, hey, looking forward to working with you, Courtney. You're going to be on Ragbrush quite a bit. Um, she's going to learn a little bit more about cycling along the way. And we'll get her on the podcast to talk about her adventures um, after we're all said and done and see what she thought about her first, her first real Ragbrush. So. Sound, sounds good. Welcome aboard, Courtney. All right, let's let's uh, let's let's get out there and just go bike. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.